This is 180 with Tay. I'm Tay, and if you're like me and you're looking for the tools to not look to alcohol for every occasion, rain or shine, then come with me on my self-improvement journey as we help each other together. I hope you enjoy this episode. After just 13 years of drinking, my memory is shot. And I know that's not even that long of a time, but it's enough time to wonder what's going on with the effects of alcohol on my brain. I have a bit of experience, unfortunately, you know, waking up in the morning after a night out or a lot of drinking and hearing about some of the random shit that I did. Mind you, I'm not a violent drunk. I'm just very loud and sometimes clumsy, but I'm sure a lot of us can relate to that. So... That's exactly what we're going to talk about in today's episode is alcohol's effect on our short and long term memory. So as we get older, you know, I think it's really important that we start or already have an understanding of what's going on in our brain. And, you know, if there's something dangerous or, you know, toxic that we're putting inside of it, how it's affecting it. So something else we'll also talk about is things that we can do to sharpen our memory in the long run. Okay, so think about it. If you have a fleeting thought and you don't write it down, how likely is it that you're going to remember that thought like in a day, in a week? whatever it may be or when you're in bed at night and you have a thought and you're like this is such a good idea and you don't write it down and you're like I don't need to write it down this is such a good idea I am going to remember in the morning how often is it that you remember that thought in the morning because I know for me it's not very often (laughs) it's almost never to be totally honest so I don't know that that is correlated with my alcohol consumption um, past, present, whatever, but I want to know what's going on. So let's get into it. And I did link all of the resources that I used in the show notes. Just, you know, they're there if you want them. And the first most important thing that we need to understand is how alcohol actually affects our memory, like in our brain. How is it? What's going on in there? So alcohol stops the communication of the nerves that communicate in the hippocampus. And the hippocampus is what has a huge role in us forming our memories, right? The hippocampus is what basically forms memories in the brain and alcohol prevents that from happening. So um, and on top of that, there's actually a dementia specifically linked to alcohol usage, and that's called the Warnick-Korsakoff syndrome. And if that doesn't scare you, I don't know what is. And this whole episode is not to scare you. It's to scare me. So an article from Healthline actually says that after 21 or more drinks per week over the course of four years will highly, highly make you likely to suffer from long term memory loss down the road. Terrifying, because if you think about it, four years is just a college degree, right? So 21 drinks a week, that could be 10 drinks a day for one weekend or three drinks a day for a whole week. That's really not that unlikely in four years. How there's so many people probably are at that, right? So we are just pushing it. We're pushing it like that's so scary to think about because 21 drinks for a week for four years isn't that long. I'm already 28. I could have done that in three sessions already. Terrifying. Okay, 
And on top of that, our body doesn't even recover like it used to, right? As we age, our body, it's not deteriorating, but the things that are that used to help us so rapidly recover are not so rapidly recovering anymore, right? Like hangovers last longer, days even, when they only used to last a morning, or injuries, they take longer to heal, right? So our body is already aging. And then on top of that, we're going to throw alcohol in and just be like, hey, double up hurt us, right? So it's just crazy. And again, not trying to scare you. I'm trying to scare myself because I enjoy a good drink. And I don't think that me having a few drinks is so wrong if I have finally, I put all that crazy shit in the past, right? So anyways, let's get into the one of the main reasons why alcohol is really so dangerous. And I'm sure you can guess what that is. But a little history note, right? So Ryback from 1971, he called these cocktail party memory deficits. Cocktail party memory deficits. That's a fancy term for blacking out. (laughs) So uh, by definition, blacking out is a gap in your memory while you're intoxicated, right? So not only while you're intoxicated, but after the fact, right? I can't really remember what the hell is going on I can remember what's going on now, but I'm not going to remember it in the future, and I definitely won't remember it in a long time. And that's if you drink too much, right? So being aware of how much we drink is really what this all comes to. Limits, limits, bum, bum, bum. Got to, like, knock it in my head, right? So, and mind you, there's a whole percentage of people that haven't, a whole percentage of drinkers, more specifically, that haven't even experienced a blackout, or they aren't aware. (laughs) So that's kind of funny and says a lot. But, you know, think about it. Sometimes you wake up with random bruises after a night out, or maybe your friend pushed you in a bush. I don't know. You wake up with a bunch of scratches, or somebody tells you about a conversation, and you just, it's not there. Don't even remember having it. It happens. It shouldn't, but if we're being honest, it happens frequently when we overdo it when we drink. Alcohol and its effects on the memory go hand in hand with how much you drink and how much it affects your memory, okay? Simple shit right here. If you don't drink a lot, you might not really forget anything at all, or there might, if there's anything, a little tiny fuzz, but probably not. And then if you drink a decent amount, it's probably going to be a little bit foggy when you go back and think of every little detail, right? You might not remember every specific little this and that. But then if you drink a copious amount of alcohol, there are going to be copious amounts of missing information inside of your brain the next day. Makes sense, right? You're going to be on the edge of blacking out if you drink too much. It's just how it goes. It's almost like the universe's way of being like, put your self-control seatbelt on and like be an adult. Control yourself. (laughs) So I don't really know. But uh, one thing I did learn that I did not know, but totally makes sense when you think about it. There are two different types of blackouts. The first one being N-block, E-N space B-L-O-C, N-block. And that is when you don't remember shit. Nothing. There's nothing there. You blacked out and it's not coming back and it's gone. Dangerous as fuck. So dangerous, right? And God, for me to think back on how many times I blacked out. And again, not a violent drunk, usually just being hella loud. And it's just crazy to think of all the 
bad things that could have happened, and I'm very lucky that they didn't. Still alive, we're here, we're doing great, and just as you should be. The fact that we all blacked out as kids and makes continue still to, or whatever the situation may be, yes, it's scary, but there's a next day and we can be better, right? So, moderation. So, uh, one, the second form of blacking out, it's called fragmentary basically means exactly what it means there were fragments that were missing and some was there some wasn't and uh the one thing about the and these this is super common right the most common type of blackout of the two is the fragmentary but recalls can be triggered so somebody can say something and you're like oh shit i do remember that like somebody can be like um hey, do you remember seeing so-and-so last night? And you're like, oh yeah, they were there. That's in my book of vocabulary. Um, I call that browning out. And unfortunately, that was something that happened pretty frequently when I was drinking a lot, um, going through a lot, drinking a lot. I would brown out. And um, it wasn't like you couldn't remember anything or that it was totally gone, but it was like you didn't really care to remember and... Whatever, that's what I used to call it, or that's what I still call it, and it used to happen a lot, and um, it is what it is. So there's sensory information, which only lasts a few seconds, so let's relate this to a night out. Sensory information, you you know, you know, see everything going on, There's oh, you're sensing things, right? So it's touch, hear, see, whatever it may be, you're seeing it, you don't really need to keep it. Sensory, it's just there. Some shit you don't need to, you don't need to keep. Right, but if it's important, somebody tells you their name, then it goes to short-term memory. Um, and some people's short-term memory in this situation, mostly when it involves alcohol, somebody tells you their name, how likely is it that you're gonna remember that name? For some people, it's a lot more difficult than others, and once you put alcohol into play, damn, it's gonna be even more, <laughs> even more difficult than it was in the first place. So as I get older, I definitely try to make sure that when you tell me your name, I remember it the first time, but if you drink too much, it's it's like a hit or miss. So that is what it is. But after sensory information, there's short-term memory, and then it goes to long-term storage. And what alcohol does is it blocks that channel from short-term to long-term. So you hear something, and there's no way in hell that if you drank way too much that you're going to be able to remember that person's name that they told you, right? So not only... Is it dangerous to let yourself get to the level where you aren't remembering the things that you did the night before, the n during, whatever? Um, it's really, really, really bad for our brains. <laughs> so it's just short-term and long-term. So it's just crazy to think about the fact of how much we've drank over the course of our lives being like social drinkers and stuff and how big of a beating that our brain has taken, right? And, you know, the things that we can do to make sure that we don't get to that point is... Make sure you eat before you drink. Don't overdo it. Uh, drink water in between every drink. That's like the biggest one, the best one. Drink a water in between every drink, right? Eating, moderating, all, all things that you can do to help make sure you have a fun time and not a bad time. <laughs> so anyways, let's move on to something a little lighter. And this one, it didn't need to be validated, but validated some things from my college days. And I don't know if you've heard before, but they say that if you study high or drunk, you should take the test that way also. 
mom or dad, if you are listening, no, you're not. Because I may or may not have believed that in college. I never took it to a crazy extent where I'm like absolutely turned up in class. I always got good grades, so can't come at me too too hard with this one. But let's say I was going to take an exam and I was hungover because I drank while I was studying, the fact that alcohol was still in my system might have been beneficial because it's totally legit. State-dependent memory formation. State-dependent memory formation. If you're in a certain state and you learn something, then you may only be able to recall it once you're in that same state again, okay? And this article from National Institute of Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism actually stated that in some of their studies on sensory information and short-term to long-term information involving alcohol, that when they were given, uh, when the study subjects were given information while they were intoxicated, that they were more likely to recall the information not sober but when they were intoxicated again so literally makes me feel a little bit better about some things from college so anyways you know it is what it is but the study also did say that it's really difficult to study short-term storage for multiple reasons because not only does it depend on the duration like uh it can either be a few seconds a few minutes a half hour longer than a half hour but it also varies depending on the person And then once you bring alcohol into the equation, once you bring alcohol into play, then you have to take into consideration the amount consumed. So uh, just from those three things, you can see that it would be difficult to study that. And then on top of that, the only studies that have really even been done on the alcoholic alcohol's effect on memory and studies such as this are on fully grown adult males that are hospitalized from a night out at a bar like they're hospitalized from a bar fight or something so uh that's just goes to show that not a lot of studies have been done on social drinkers or you know people like me that grew up in a modern age drinking society like drinking is so normal just have to be one of the people that doesn't overdo it that's the name of the game right so the memories that I have right now I want them to last for as long as possible right I want these vibrant memories to stay in my brain until I can tell my kids I don't know I just want them to stay as long as I can so um, aside from drinking in moderation obviously these are some of the other things that you can do to keep your brain on your toes on its toes so brain boosting activities reading a book learning something new um there's tons and tons of games like even apps that you can help increase your memory and If you're one of those people that somebody tells you their name and you don't really remember like at all, maybe try to play some of these memory games. Like what if you, what if you start remembering things, obviously not that you don't want to remember, let's leave those out. But what if you start remembering things that are just like wonderful? So those could be cool. And um, other brain boosting activities really just need to be something that, you know, teach you something um, or it's challenging to you at least right or it's a skill that you can build off of it just has to be rewarding to you that's all it has to do and there's something that I'm working on right now that when other than this that when I'm doing it like it is magic 
It's exhilarating even. So like, just give yourself something that like pushes your brain in a super positive direction, right? And then my very favorite part, tips, tricks, and what the fuck is this? We are at tip number 16. So tips, tricks, and what the fuck is this? Tip number 16 is stay active if not physically, at least mentally and spiritually, right? So keeping our bodies active is really important, but keeping our mind active as well is just as crucial. Like keep your brain on its toes. Mostly if you're gonna be drinking here and there, right? We need to make these memories that we are forming permanent. (laughs) So you can enjoy it. We can enjoy a drink when we're out, but there is no need to overdo it. Like. We don't need to make our brain stop working. (laughs) That's just, it's it's flabbergasting to me. And that is why I made this podcast because I just wanted to make sure that we all are on the same page that this is what we're doing when we drink. (laughs) So whatever the situation is, make sure that you are expanding your mind in a positive direction, right? Up, around, whatever, just not back and down right? Tips, tricks, and what the fuck is this? Number 16 is to expand your mind. And I will see you next time. Thanks for tuning into this episode. If you have any tips, tricks, or something to share, visit 180withtay.com to get connected. Also, if you enjoy my content, please like, subscribe, and share. And I look forward to hearing from you. I genuinely hope this will help someone live a more positive lifestyle. And I hope you continue on my journey with me. Until next time.